0: Number one, that there won't be an apocalypse in my lifetime. So ever since I was, like, young, um, and my dad used to tell me stories, Um, he would tell us stories about what we would do after the apocalypse, like where we would go and how we would survive. That was, like, our nighttime stories. So we would be like, Dad, tell us a story, and he'd be like, Okay, so after the nuclear (laughs) war (laughs) occurs... What we're going to do is we're going to get in the van and we're going to drive up to Silverton, Colorado, because there's mines there and we can live in one of the mines. And in the morning, it's going to be Charlie's job to like go like collect honey and not get attacked by the bears. And he would go through this whole thing. And it was so comforting. Like, I know what to do every morning. It's my job to go collect honey. And you know what? As long as I don't die, like pretty much I I won that day. I'm doing okay. So, like, Katie's job oftentimes was to, like, um, was to go spy on the other bad humans who want to, like, come and kill us. Because, of course, in a post-apocalyptic landscape, the humans are the most dangerous. Um, And Danny would help build traps to catch people who were coming through. And I I got to do the agricultural jobs. Like, I would fall asleep thinking about, like, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, solve the water problem, and then we're going to, like, be able to defend ourselves. Oh, by the way, if there was an apocalypse, I would be dead within, like, 12 minutes. <laughs> I have no rain gear. I have no idea how to read a map. I, like, I don't even own a compass. Like, there, I, yeah, you know. Number two. That I won't remember the most important moments of my life. Number three, pain. Oh my God, I cannot handle pain. I like when, I, like, I'm the worst human to be around when, I, when I'm in pain, even when I'm just sick. Oh God. Number four, that all of my electronics will never connect up correctly. number five my wife is a marine biologist and she like delights in telling me there's actually a website that just collects all the different ways that like naturalists have died in the field and it is it's stuff like you're snorkeling and they could then someone got dragged down 200 feet underwater by a leopard. So you're like, how many risks should we take in our life, right? And she loves to do this. She loves to like be a marine biologist. She loves to do field work. And she goes to the Congo every summer. She studies fishes that live in rapids. And so they like take these like canoes on the rapids. You know, people get malaria. and There's civil war going on on a regular basis. Oh, my God, I'd be the worst single parent. Being a parent is... I you it it's hard. It it's boring and it's like I have no idea if I'm succeeding or failing as a dad. In fact, I won't know for like 20 years, right? And there's no criteria for whether you're doing a good job or a bad job except whether they happen to be crying at this very moment. Number 6. When my children are in their 40s, they can get whatever tattoos they want. I just don't want them to get anything before they're in their 40s. Number seven, that I worry too much. Number eight, six years ago, I wrote a book called The Power of Habit that did really, really well. And at the same time, um, I started working on a series for the New York Times that ended up winning the Pulitzer Prize. And I've got a lot of years left, and so I worry, like, like when I look back at my life, is like that going to be the peak? Like, is everything kind of a downhill from there? I'm just, I'm scared that um, that maybe I'm like not, not as talented as as I wish I was. Number nine, that I won't have a deep and meaningful relationship with my children. My dad loved talking to me. And, like, I always felt bad because I didn't love talking to him, even though I loved him. I also, like, sort of dreaded calling him, right? Because it was, like, super boring. And he would, like, talk about, like, nonsense. And he, like, just, like, I... I, (sighs) When um, I started a company with him and he made me crazy. He is a terrible businessman. He was like, like the worst. It was the worst choice ever. My father passed away this last year. You know, towards the end of his life, I feel like I had a really close relationship with him. And maybe that's why I think about this, is because I want my kids to feel like they can have that with me. I don't know how to do that, though. Like, like how, how do you be a friend to your children without screwing them up? Number 10 that the people I most admire don't admire me. My name is Charles Duhigg, and these are 10 Things That Scare Me.
1: Charles Duhigg is a Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter and host of the podcast... How to, from Slate. During our conversation, he happened to say the phrase, have a cadaver. And I thought, is that where the magic word abracadabra comes from? The 10 Things team includes Amy Pearl, Daniel Guimet, Odelia Rubin, Sarah Sandbach, Emily Botine, and Paula Schumann. Music and sound design by Isaac Jones. You know what scares me? What comes after terabyte? What are you scared of? Tell us at 10thingspodcast.org. I made it to the minds of Silverton. Don't tell anyone else. If you like today's guest on 10 Things, check out his weekly podcast, How To with Charles Duhigg from Slate. In each episode, Charles, along with an expert guest, tackles our thorniest questions and offers life-changing advice. Recent episodes include How to Stop Being Anxious, How to Cook One Perfect Meal, How to Stress Your Kid the Right Way, How to Win at Online Dating, and my personal favorite, How to Not Be Scared. Subscribe to the show ad week called The Interview Podcast of the Year, wherever you get your podcasts.